I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Hey everyone, do you know an organization that's looking for a keynote speaker, workshop host, or retreat speaker? I am currently filling slots for the 2023 speaking year. I'd love to talk about everything that we talk about here on the podcast. You've been hearing me talk about Arbon, but you're probably wondering what it is. Arbon is a vegan, gluten-free, skincare and cosmetic and nutrition company. It has strict standards for clean products and ethical business practices. The company is over 40 years old and has been doing clean before clean was the trend. These products have made an impact in my life and can make an impact in yours. Check the link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siggett, your host here at this podcast. I am so excited. I got to tell you this. I have had an opportunity to interact with some individuals from the UK, and I am learning so much about the UK and having so much fun meeting these people. It, and gosh, I, I sound so bad. These people, like they're that different than us. I don't mean it that way. I just, uh, it's always so interesting to meet individuals that kind of live a different lifestyle or walk a different path than you do. And with the UK, you would think that there were a lot of similarities between us, and there are, but it's so interesting to see the differences too. So I have learned so much talking with these individuals, and I am so happy to bring them to you. So today is one of those days. Today I have a guest that is coming to us from London, which that that in itself I think is pretty exciting. And we're just going to talk and see what happens here. Um, so I have Jintara here, or I'm going to call her Jin for short, with wellness. Hello, Jintara. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you for having. I'm amazing. Very pleased to be here. Oh, great. And I, I apologize. I don't want to um, make it sound like these people as in, in separate um, or, or anything like that. I, I'm just really enjoying like, We've had a talk now um, for a half an hour about the weather in the UK, Wimbledon, all different kinds of things. Um, and I just, I just enjoy that. I enjoy getting to know people. Yeah. Well, for us, for us UK people, different people, always fun, you know, just to, to get to know people from USA. And you've been, you said you've been here to the United States before. Yes. You like the South. Yes, yeah, yeah. of course. All right. And <laughs> What's I, not to like? Well, I could probably come up with a few things, but I'm not <laughs> going to. We're going to keep this all positive. Um, for me, being in the northern side of things, the South can get pretty hot and humid and that for me I can take so much of it um and then it's like okay I'm ready to go back well yeah I guess you're right but that's what I think the reason because you know from London we have another weather you know obviously but now with the you know global warming so our 
summers and the winters is not as like used to be but we still miss that hot weather so we always travel for holiday where it's hot and obviously we love it's nice to go and sometimes it's nice to leave you know as you say like you know you could take it for so long it's it's go. funny that you mentioned global warming because you're the the second guest that I've talked to that has mentioned the effect of global warming and oh, yeah. and more of a a positive effect uh, that things are evening out a little bit more for the UK area, not so extremes. Yeah, it's well, I believe in global warming to begin with, and I think every single country has been affected by that. And you know, it's very obvious things that you know you need to be blind, you know, not to see that. Even like blind people, not literally, you know, because yes. even a blind person, you know, you could tell the difference. But yeah, it's 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 happening. Yes, I I agree with that. I um, am a, a kid who grew up in the 90s when global warming kind of came out there and was introduced. And um, I think we were seeing the effects then. So to be in 2022 and some people still not on board, I, I'm, I'm just not sure what they're looking at that I'm not. I, I guess that's what I'd say. For sure. So I I am so happy to have you on the podcast. Uh, we have connected through LinkedIn, and I've, I've been able to find you and look at your posts and some of the information that you have out there. And it is something that has been really interesting to me. Uh, my listeners know that I have gone through a medical journey in the last uh, couple of years. So my health and wellness... And mental health has been very important to me. And having this journey and reaching out to people to kind of hear their points of view on wellness is is really important. I think that instead of kind of digging our head in the sand and just saying, well, this is life. I just need to accept what's going on to me. We don't need to. And there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of resources, and we need to just be looking for that information and resources. And that's kind of where I, I've met you. You've got a lot of great information and resources. So can can you tell our listeners a little bit about you? Okay, so as you say, you mentioned my name is Dentara. I'm originally from Lithuania. And um I am a certified nutritionist and I work with females in helping them to lose weight. And I was, all my life, I was very curious and into nutrition. And I struggle, I, well, no, I never kind of struggled with my weight until I moved to UK. And when I moved to UK, so obviously, because I'm a quite a foodie person and I like to try different <laughs> cuisines, obviously, you know, taste the different type of foods and all. And I got terribly sweet tooth as well. And only in a few months time, I've noticed that my size starts to change and I'm gaining weight and I'm like, what's going on? And like, this never happened to me before. What I'm doing wrong? What's just happening, you know? And this was like, you know, a, like few you know decades ago 
and back then obviously wasn't much information out there facebook is just starting it you know and nobody was talking about nutrition so i was kind of looking for information like from the magazines from like talking with people like yeah. you know even though it, nobody that, that books even didn't exist that nobody was writing books about like nutrition you get the magazine and all it was a diet kind of i was getting more sort of what to do what is happening and i think a lot of things came very academic minded some of the materials that I have uh, been pointed to from earlier times that are good are very much study and academic. And while that's good to understand, we need the application. How do we implement this information into our daily lives? So I think that was missing early on. Yes. And this is where I kind of, but with me, you see what it is. I want to know everything. And sometimes like you reach this kind of, um okay information it's just like on a like a covers top of the surface basically but i want to dig deeper and that to dig deeper i had to become nutritionist coach because that's the only way i could get information that i was looking for it and i was always curious about it and this is how i become basically certified nutritionist and super excited super interesting for me and obviously i was very happy to like to help other women because even today not everyone understands and knows what to do everyone thinks that they're eating healthy but they actually not when you start digging deeper you know with them and especially if you have underlying health condition and as a side effect you get you know weight gain that makes things even harder you know it's hard to lose weight when you are healthy you know a line have an underlying health condition that doesn't make any easier you know so i always kind of like have compassion for that because i'm one of them so that's my, my kind of my heart goes out to that that direction and and it's funny that you mentioned that because that's that's where i am I uh, try, my audience knows because I bring up different strategies on getting, you know, your water, getting in your exercise, just being really mindful of what you're doing and intentional what you're doing with your body and putting in your body. That's uh, very big for me. But when the results don't equal the effort, it's very frustrating. It's de uh, disheartening. And you really want to just go, well, Forget this. <laughs> Forget this. Like, why am I putting so much energy towards something that I'm not seeing the results in? Um, and that's kind of the journey that I've been on. Um, and un unfortunately, a lot of what I'm dealing with has to do with my medical issues. Um, so I, I have to chip away at what I'm working on. Uh, to try to to make better, but I I hope that in saying this, I'm you know inspiring others to not give up. Absolutely not, because I I would rather I'd, I'd rather go down fighting, um, but I'd rather be healthy and try to be healthy instead of uh, just giving in because I know things that I'm doing are impacting me at least. Uh, mentally in a positive way yeah. 
and I'm learning so much about my body. And um, I think that's important. Uh, I'm, you know, middle-aged and I don't want to create more problems as I get older. We exactly we all see that in the older generation. Um, and I really want to continue living a full life as long as I possibly can. Um, and I, I need to be intentional in order to do that. Absolutely. And this is where, like, when I have, um, with my clients and everyone as well, like get frustrated and to the point that they, you know, they're on the verge or even they are hit depression, you know, and they ready to throw in towel, you know, cause they feel like they tried everything and nothing is working. And, and I always say, I said, there is always a hope there is, you cannot give a, give up on hope. Cause if you give up on that, what's left? Then there's right. nothing left to look for, to live for. You know, you just kind of, you end up like drifting in your own kind of misery, basically, which is nobody, no one deserved to be in that kind of situation. So you, and especially when it comes to your own health, you do whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes, you do, you never give up because the end, I know it's your health. But also you have people who are surrounding you and your health affects them as well. So at some point, everyone is kind of thinking, being kind of, if you know what I mean, a selfish because they think about themselves because this is my health, not someone else's. But people who are around you, it's getting, they're being affected by that, but how you feel, how, what your moods are in today, they're being affected as well. So it's not just about one person, it's about the whole family. This whole family is basically mental health. Which so you're, this is a- you're bringing up something that I have talked about on the, the podcast here. I call it vibing on high. And it's something that's been important to me to vibrate on high. And there are many things that go into that. But when I am vibing on high, when I am taking care of myself, it makes me a better mother. It makes me a better spouse. It makes me just a better person, a coworker. I am in a better mood. I'm better able to handle any of the problems that come to me. So what you're saying about it affects other people, we don't quite think about it. But yes, when we are feeling better, we are better able to interact with the environment around us, whatever that may be. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same as like, you know, you being sometimes, you know, you have a friend and maybe friend needs to be like, you know, have shoulder to cry, you know, and you there for me, you know, you support her, but obviously it affects you. And sometimes you, maybe some people have friends that they are super like negative and they sometimes feel like they've been, you suck my energy yes. out. And sometimes like you don't want to be around that person because, you know, so it's a kind of same situation. You kind of put yourself on the side and it's like, Hmm, I would rather be a happy person that who everyone or no matter who around me enjoys right. my company. Right. 
Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to skip a little bit ahead because I think this fits right here. So you did a post and it was seven ways to love yourself more. And I that kind of got me uh, to think about that in the context of wellness. You know, that someone come, a, a nutritionist says, love yourself more. So, of course, it's part of it, isn't it? It's a part of it, you know. It's everyone has, we live in, in such a, you know, digital world today, right? And we obsess some women, or not just women, men as well, everyone, you know, being, you know, with the body image. And when you go on Instagram, you know, and you see those fake images that have been airbrushed and, you know, to the point that this person doesn't look even like, a, you know, himself or herself anymore, you know. But people still tend to idolize and want it to be them, you know. And then obviously they look at themselves in the mirror and they see and they pick on every flaw they have and they sometimes invent flaws they, they you know yeah they don't even have it all of a sudden it appear you know i found one wrinkle or i found a gray hair or, or you know something you know my nose is not looking the facing the wrong direction you know, my lips is not right do you know what i mean all these stuff and i'm like hold on a minute where is this coming from you know it's just we all individuals we're all different you know and we we're all beautiful in our own way and you know to love yourself you you know you start from inside you know you know you wake up in the morning and be just grateful that you you know you're able to wake up in the morning just you know start you know embracing the smallest things and sometimes, you know, everyone is like, as a nutritionist, and especially working with females, you know, on weight loss, this has like a massive impact, you know, as, as a part of the journey. And this is all kind of is connected, you know, with the mental health. And it, it's so, yeah, for sure. I, and sometimes even myself, like, you know, I have, we all have a days when you wake up, you just don't feel it like, it, you know. Nah, it's just kind of those one of those days, you know. You have you don't know what is wrong. We all, right. well, we we women have a you know hormones, so we blessed with that alone, you know. <laughs> so, and you know you wake up and it's just like you're just not in the mood, and you're just having a you know, and you kind of need motivate yourself, like you know, hold on a minute, what's going on with me? Like yesterday was fine, today I'm like all miserable, you know. So it is for sure, you know, how to love yourself as well, for absolutely. Yeah. So in that post, I'm going to list those seven ways just so my audience can hear it. So number one was meditate, which I think is amazing. It's something that I I do um, and I've seen so many different benefits from it. So I, I completely agree with that. It's very much a grounding into who you are and into your body. Two is say no when you need to. Which I love that. I don't know if you have um, have read the book from Tanya Dalton, The Joy of Missing Out. No, I haven't. Oh, it, it follows that right there um, to to feel 
very empowered to say no and not to have that. It was guilt. Yeah. And there was that FOMO, <laughs> the fear of missing out. No, it's okay. If it does not align with what you need, say no and be okay with it. So love yeah. that. Three, do things that make you happy. It seems so simple, but when we think about it, we don't follow that principle. Those things that make us happy are usually low on our list that we'll get to. I'll get to that traveling at some point. I'll get together with my friends, uh, I don't know, next week. We don't make That's it a point. That's the thing. It's the simplest things. It's the smallest things that makes us happy. Obviously, like, you know, we talk about the level of the happiness. Going on a holiday, that's extremely happy. Yes, you, you know, you cannot do that every day. But, like, we could do some, you know, little things, like having a stroll in the park that makes us more alive and to see a greenery, fresh air, you know, makes us happy. Walking down the street and you're gonna, like, myself, like, I walk down the street and I'm gonna find someone, like, walking a puppy, you know, it's, oh my god, such a These kind of things yeah. makes us happy, you know. It's the little things that matters that we kind of, we take for granted. That's yeah. what it is, I think. And we're not, maybe we're not paying attention when this happening. We just think, like, oh, it's just kind of routine. But then when you sit down and you think about it, and you know, oh, yeah, these things makes me happy. Because even as you're saying, you know, going on a stroll and finding a puppy, I immediately smiled because the idea of on my walk, I get to pet a dog, it's like wonderful. Um, but it, it, it's noticing it. You're, you're correct. It's noticing those little things and how they make us feel um, and, and appreciating that. Oh, number four is a doozy. I got to say it. Don't compare yourself to others. Oh, and, and I think that goes right along with the Instagram and social media that you mentioned earlier. It, yes, it's very broad. It's this subject. Oh, we could talk about for right. hours on this one, you know, and it, this is not just about the social media. This is about um, your friends even your childhood friends, your uh, classmates, you know, when you went, you know, you comparison, like you have their social media now and someone posts the post that, you know, they married, they have a perfect family, they have a dog, cats, traveling, a beautiful house. And there is me. What do I have? Like, what did I achieve? Like, I'm not even, being halfway to what they have or where they are you know and you don't you don't you don't even need to start looking for celebrities to compare yourself it's like you know to in in kind of your friends as well like you know circle and but then again and what is you know behind going on behind closed doors we don't know what we always see is the pictures you know, what they want to post when they're in their happy moment, you know, or maybe they're posting in a sad moment, moment, you know, to cheer them themselves up, you know, 
you you never know but yes we intend to you know compare ourselves and i think we all guilty at some point that yeah. you know and i i think we forget that we're all on different paths yes so i can't really compare myself on my path fairly to someone who's on a different path exactly because we want different things yes Yes, I, you know, like, I'll just use the example of money. Not everyone is motivated by money. So if that is what you're comparing, my bank account is smaller than Susie's down the street. Do you prioritize that? I don't. So why give in to that urge to compare yourself? That, you know, that I think there's that urge to do it because other people have made it a benchmark or something to compare. But we don't have to give in to that. We don't have to say, oh, I need to have that big house. Why do you need to have that big house? Oh, I don't know because everyone says I need to have that big house. Well, no. Yeah, if we're having a big house, oh, I need a big house, you know. And there's the thing, and it's same, same, like, same thing goes with the children, you know. It's like someone has five kids, and then do you have a kid? No. Oh, you don't have a kid. That and like maybe I don't want them to. Have, I don't want to have a kid. I love kids when they are someone else's. You know, <laughs> you know, but not necessarily. They, you know, that's my dream. My, you know, my 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 dream to have it. You know. Yeah. Everyone is different these days i think that's a great example of being on a different path not everyone's dream is to be a parent and there's nothing wrong with that so to, to use that as a comparison is unfair to both people absolutely because the end of the day someone's like they're putting you you know, in a in uncomfortable situation because they're kind of looking at you from the sad point, like, oh, what is wrong with you? Like, you know, what you cannot have a kid, or you know, you didn't have found a spouse. You know, oh, you don't have a husband. You never been married. Oh, or maybe I don't want to have a husband. I don't want to, you know, walk, you know, after him and pick up his dirty socks. You know, that's because. This is what you do, and this is when you're complaining to me all the time about it. And you know what? Maybe I don't have a husband because I don't want to have your life. Because right. your life, it's like it's not you know roses like looks to me from my point of view, or maybe and my life looks maybe sad to her, you know. But we have a different views. Right. We're human. We have different opinions, and thank God for that. Yes, I agree. All right, so five. Cook your favorite meal. Ha! Huh. There we go, right? Candace, you know, well, okay, this is not for everyone. I kind of speak generic. Some people don't like cooking. It's like a torture to them. I'm a foodie. I love cooking. The longer it takes, the better it is for me. I love stirring. I love adding spices and everything, tasting it. By the time it's going to be finished cooking, am I not going to even be hungry? Because for all the <laughs> tasting I did throughout, you know. But I enjoy that moment. And this is what I found myself. I even, I caught myself, literally. 
because my brain works all the time never stops in the middle of the night i woke up and i'm already thinking you know i don't know what i'm thinking about it and where is this coming those thoughts but i'm thinking and the only time i don't think when i cook okay whether i bake or i cook i literally caught myself that i'm in the zone is nothing exists in me there is no worries there is no what should I do or, you know, anything It's just, I completely disappear. And this is my relaxation zone. And this is where I thought like, this is great. Actually, my brain is resting finally. Well, it even makes me think, because when I read this, I went to a thought. The, and so it, it it's cooking, but me not doing the cooking. There is a restaurant that I like to go to that no one else likes to go to. So I usually go there when I can go to lunch by myself or go to dinner by myself. And I get so excited. It's like, oh, I get to go there. So it's taking those moments. And if it is, you know, food, food related to to do those things, to enjoy what you're doing. Um, if it is cooking your favorite meal or going to the restaurant that gives you the meal that you like that no one else likes, do something for yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Six, write a gratitude list. I am a big proponent of practicing gratitude. It is something that we talk about on this podcast. So I was so glad to see it on your list. <laughs> And we, I mean, we've already incorporated gratitude throughout yes. this conversation already. So we know how important that is to our overall wellness, our mental health. Absolutely. Uh, okay. There's a thing. This is, goes back to, you know, comparison ourselves as well. Like, you know, we put ourselves down because someone else has it. But we don't appreciate what we have, what we achieve. And especially like when it comes, I'm sure like everyone is reaching in some sort of stage. When it comes to end of the year and you sit down and you think, so another year gone by just like that. And what did I achieve? What have I done? Because year goes, the, the older you get, the faster time goes. And you think the year gone in the blink. You know, and what did I achieve? Where where I am today from where I started? Like all my resolutions that I had it basically, did I achieve them or just kind of just what happened to it? You know, and this is where it starts eating yourself basically, like being like, oh, so I'm like, I'm kind of useless. Like I didn't achieve anything. You know, I did all year was just wasted. You know, and I'm like, hold on a minute. I'm sure you did something, you know, that you achieved, you know, that you didn't do the year before, and you know, you just f focusing on the wrong things. Right. So it's, yeah, it's for sure. It's a big one. Yeah. Practicing gratitude helps us put focus on where it should be. And the more we practice, the better we get at doing it in the moment. Oh, yeah. So I, I encourage people to do the practice. And sometimes it, it's difficult. When, when I was going through a major, uh, major period of burnout and in a lot of medical issues, and I did not see the light 
I had to dig really deep in my gratitude practice to find, you know, that maybe today wasn't as bad as yesterday, or I got through more of the day without symptoms. Um, finding those little things kept me kind of going or, or even there were times that things were bad, but I was like, I'm so grateful that I have doctors to walk this journey with me and that I have the ability to access doctors because I know that's not the case everywhere in this world. Uh, so, you know, finding those things like I might feel like utter crap, but yeah. there are things working for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last one, number seven, catching up with a friend. Those friends can really help us out, can't they? Oh, absolutely. If you're having a bad day or you just like you feel maybe sometimes, you know, walls closing on you or, you know, something is just, yep, I need my friends. I need like, you know, coffee, coffee time or, you know, or even chat or FaceTime, you know, just someone, you know, to be, to be listened. Yeah. I, well, it's funny. Okay. You're making me think. I just saw a post where it said healing begins when you feel heard. So having that time with your friend allows you to be heard. Yeah. And I think, you know, given what we've been through in the pandemic, we've really started to understand connection and how it impacts us as individuals. And I, I say it vaguely because how it impacts me versus how it impacts you or someone else might be different. Um, I might need connection every day. Uh, you might need connection every week. Once a week. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but we recognize, we were in a situation where we recognize what that connection means to us. And, you know, I encourage anyone to listen to yourself, listen to what your body and your mind and your heart is saying and go with that connection. You don't need to be the person who goes out to dinner with friends every week. Um, but when it when it's right for you, you know, have those connections. Or maybe the connection is actually through um, a written note. And you mail letters back and forth. That is, that is still connection. Um, and not to be afraid to ask. Because a lot of people, again, they suffer in silence and they sometimes feel embarrassed, let their hearts out or because or maybe they think they're going to be misunderstood. Or, you know, they don't want to bring their problems, you know, it's, it's a lot of yeah. things, you know. So it's but friends is that's where the friends we're calling them friends because they are here for us and we are here for them to you know to support each other. Thank you for bringing that up because I do think it's important. I try to personally I try to remember if I'm feeling nervous about going to a friend about something or asking a friend to do something. How would I feel if they asked me the same thing or said the same thing to me? And usually I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be no big deal. So then I need to recognize and, and give them the opportunity to say, oh, that's no big deal. I'll help you out. Or yeah, I'd love to go to coffee with you or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that, I think the list is great. Again, that's seven ways to love yourself more. And that was just a post that I saw on, on Instagram that I loved. So some great content. I'd like to kind of kind of wrap all of this up with a bow because I think a lot of what we're talking about is wellness. And when our wellness is happening, we're able to kind of get our body moving in the right direction to reach the goals that we have. Um, our specific health, mental health comes along with that. So how do you look at wellness in what you do with the busy women? Oh, wellness is such a, you know, broad, you know, subject. So like I look wellness as overall health like it's including is a men mental health it's i cannot one of the basically the main one the the prior it starts with that it starts with your attitude with your focus you know and then you kind of shift from there and because now lately i work with women who suffer who has hypothyroidism and as a side effect, they get weight, uh, weight gain. And um, it's really hard to control and because it's a side effect. And when is the sort of thing when you cannot control, it has a big impact on your mental health. And I think this is why one of the reasons why I kind of decided go this path to work with these women because it's this, the hypothyroidism is very close to my heart. It's um, not just I am one of them, for sure, but also my mother had it, and my uh, grandmother had it, and my mom had it really bad. My mom was hit by depression, and I, most of my life, my mom was ill. So I grew up surrounded that kind of environment. So I knew hypo about hypothyroidism, what does to a female before I had hypothyroidism, you know. And for me, when I see the women like being so desperate, you know, that they literally, they, they don't see the light. They just purely don't see the light. They need, they don't, they need information. They need everything basically. And this is where my heart goes out to them because all, every single woman reminds my mother's story, you know, and I consider myself one of the most luckiest women. I considering I have the condition, but my condition is not even near what my mom had it. So I'm absolutely, I'm the luckiest person. And, but every single woman I hear her speak, it reminds my mother. And it, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's very close to my heart. Yeah. And um, so when it comes to overall health and wellness, it's every single piece is important. It's not a, such a thing that, you know, mental health, yeah, we deal with this later, you know. <laughs> Weight is more important, you know, right now, you know. Medication, yeah, you leave that on the side right now, we can deal with this later. It's you kind of, you try and balancing out everything. Because it's, you know, it, there's no... You, it's not a thing that you could prioritize. You kind of, you're there to support, you know. And this is where is the accountability, you know. A lot of, and another thing as we we talk, uh, we were saying about the friends, don't be afraid to reach out. 
it's the same thing when it comes to whether weight loss or you know mental health people suffer in silence and they try their best but they, they don't it doesn't work and this is where like for example like a diet i tried everything and nothing works it's and if you tried everything and nothing works this is where you need to reach out for help it's clearly whatever you do it doesn't work but there you, you've seen that it works on other people and this is where it's time to reach out for help go for a coach go for dietitian go for nutritionist because there's always hope, as I say, and there is always, you know, a person is there that can help you, but you need to ask for help. Because without asking, you know, one problem leads to another problem. Mm -hmm. And even if you suffer with the mental health, you need to go and ask for that, for help, you know, because it's fixable. There is people out there that they can help you, but they can't help it, help you if they don't know you. Right. I appreciate how you say, you know, like we need to be consider, uh, concerned about all of this, our mental health, our wellness, and we don't just prioritize the weight loss um, because I think too many times we put so much focus on one thing that, that we – Or another. Yeah, and, and we forget about the person being a person, like they're going through this. Um, and while they're going through it, other things might happen to them. Yeah, we need we have to, life. Yeah, <laughs> we need to look at the the whole person because I know personally too many times I've you know been with a, a medical professional and it's you know I I can't talk to you about that because this is my focus. Okay, but how does it not play a part? How does my other issue not play a part in this? Yeah. Um. You know, I had a, a infertility doctor who looked at me and was like, "Okay, you want to get pregnant on Saturday." And I didn't know what to say. No, it's impossible by Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't know what to say because that was n just not an option. And in all honesty, he was very arrogant because guess what? It wasn't that easy. And he was not considering my feelings in all of this. It was just an off-the-cuff comment. And he was a doctor who was only looking at numbers. How many pregnancies... Um, and births yeah. do I he was not looking at me as a person he was looking at me as a number so all right we're gonna get you pregnant uh was not the approach that worked for me and and he ultimately was not my doctor um you've got it to me I think you you have to recognize the person yes. before you can recognize the because it's like for myself like okay I'm gonna bring weight loss again because I'm this is where I'm working in it affects everything, and like people think, is weight loss is just just the weight loss, but mental health and weight loss is very thin line between you know in between, and whether you know why the person's gaining weight, whether if the person even doesn't have underlying health condition, maybe is that you know is a stress eater, yeah. you know where is that coming, you know maybe person lost um, a family member, you know, and you know it's heartbroken and that you know the the energy that you know all the you know the stress the, the the mourning you know they get out on the food you know it's it's massive thing it's it's all of it yeah well I appreciate know. that you you're a, a practitioner that recognizes that so thank you 
Well, I would love for my listeners to know how they can get in touch with you. So how can they do that? Oh, it's very simple. Um, I have a website, which is www.ketogenic-wellness.com or hello or email me directly at hello at ketogenicwellness.com. All right. And I will put up your information in the show notes for your Instagram handle. I found you on Facebook. And of course, you're on LinkedIn. And I'll have that website out there too, just so everyone can get in touch with you. Again, I appreciate your approach to uh, the busy women who are trying to lose weight and the hypothyroidism. I'll just out myself. I deal with hypothyroidism myself. Um, so I understand the challenges. And so thank you for seeing us as more than just a, a TSH number. Because <laughs> um, sometimes I feel like that that that's all that we look at. So So thank you very much for that. And I'm just going to wrap it up here. Thank you for talking with us today. I've had such an enjoyable time talking with you and learning so much from you. You have such a great spirit. Um, you're just amazing. Oh. oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. All right. And I'll say goodbye to my listeners. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.